This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. All right, here we go. You got a nice little stack right here from at Pat's offseason on the Twitter. What is Matthew Judon's yeah. trade value? I'll ask a question in advance so you can answer both. Why would you want sure. to trade Matthew Judon right now? So I don't think you would want to trade Matthew Judon. Um, that's probably not, you know, on the on the wants list for the front office. But mm-hmm. again, a contract year coming off an injury. Um, he's probably, you know, at least according to Mike Reese, Reese, you know how Reese, you know, very much mm-hmm. like soft reports things and, you know, floats things into the ether, but doesn't necessarily hard report it. He's mentioned several times that Matthew Judon's going to try and rework, rework his contract. Um, so just like he did last season, you know, try and maybe get some more guarantees up front and things like that. So if this new front office doesn't want to do that, and they do want to trade yep. him out of his contract year. He's, you know, I think he's over 30 years old now, again, coming off that elbow injury. They might try and get him out of here. But if they do do that and get some, I, I don't know exactly what his trade value would be. Again, you know, he's a, he would be a rental, but he's also a really good player. Um, so maybe second, third round pick, similar to what has got for like a Chase Young and Montez. Or Montez, or Montez where they got a third for, Ch- they're both younger, but they were in contract right. years. Obviously, exactly. Chicago prioritized Montez Sweat, and that worked out for them. We'll see how Chase Young contributes Sunday in the Super Bowl. Right. I was thinking, like, wasn't Yannick and Gakwe dealt away for like a two a while ago as well? Yeah, yeah. Again, they're younger, younger, but not as so, good as. But they're the, not as right. good as Judon. None of them are Judon. Exactly. Right. That's the thing. And so um, that that's sort of where I put his trade value at is you know somewhere between a second and a fourth round pick. Um, again, on the rental, but I, I, personally. I would keep him around. You draft a D end or an edge defender mm-hmm. at some point, not in your top three picks. Those have to again be wide receiver, tackle, quarterback. You would think, but um, yeah, you got to You have to sort of bulk up the edge and try and find a, a solution there because you also have Anthony Jennings and Josh Uche uh, heading to free agency. All right, now that actually brings up a question. This one comes in from uh, somebody by the name of Nick Stevens, who goes by the broadcast handle Fitzy at Fitzy GFY. <laughs> he wants to know, hey Mike. Now that the Patriots have their executive front office structure in place, are we going to possibly see the Pats finally re-sign some of their own, including maybe the Uches 
or the Duggars, yeah. and especially I think a guy that they need to jump all, all over quickly. You got to get Barmore, but Anthony Jennings, sneaky yeah. good year last year, guy. Yeah, he played well. Uh, he played really well. A guy who, you know, it's similar. I, there's a couple of examples, and of course now, you know, live here, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but like there's guys who the Patriots have brought in where they, they're not that great, and then all of a sudden, boom. And it's, it happens with a lot of guys, but contract year, it's like, oh, you really pop off, and then you have a decision to make. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I would think that now that, again, you do have someone else running the front office, a guy in Wolf who has worked in pro personnel before and understands the value of some of these guys, um, you can actually, you know, make it happen and not let them walk and not have to sort of penny pinch. And again, it's so different now because the Patriots of old had the leverage of, well, if you stay here for four or five years, you're probably going to win a Super Bowl, similar to what Nick Saban had at Bama for so long. Uh, it, there was a time where at Alabama, he could essentially promise guys, okay, you can come here and you will win a national championship because he was on pace to win one like every three years. Yeah. So uh, the Patriots don't have that anymore. So they're going to have to shell it out. They're going to have to use their money. They do have all this cap space, which is mm -hmm. a um, mm -hmm. But so, yeah, long story short, they, they do. They need to bring these guys back. They need to take the homegrown talent they brought in and re-sign them. I would prioritize Jennings, number one. I'd long-term bar more just to let him know you're loved yeah. here. Uh, don't take this as a Hainsworth payday and just like, hey, you made it. Here's your second yeah, contract. Right. Because the Patriots had like, uh, no, like, we love you. We appreciate you. Go nowhere. Keep doing what you've done. And then some. You are our Aaron Donald. You are the anchor right. of this line to come for years. You're going to get a Bosa size payday. You're going to get a Hargrave payday. And that's what right. you deserve as well. A, a, a DeForest Buckner type of payday as well. Um, the one is, would, though, Mike Onwenu is number one on my list still. They need okay. to, they need to, you know, nail that down because again well, you need a tackle you, have, you got no tackles guys. that's what i'm saying you have a need at left and right tackle because on one who's a free agent and trent brown right. ain't coming back i don't think you're gonna maybe nab one in the draft but you still need someone on the other side on one who also has the versatility to play inside so to me that's the number one thing here's on one uh we uh, got a couple more questions we'll be with you about another 10 minutes or so folks however we do have more breaking patriots news holy smokes more. this is a day and a half we couldn't have picked a better time to one off this wednesday uh our pal Taylor Kyles, per Aaron Wilson NFL, the Patriots are in fact hiring Scott Peters. Scott Scott Peters after targeting Seahawks offensive line coach Andy Dickerson. So the Patriots do have a new offensive line coach, folks. It's Scott Peters. Wilson okay. notes that Peters has a quote extensive MMA background, won Ooh. two Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu World Championships in submission grappling. So we are now going to have. Uh, so basically the Patriots are going to fight you and just try yeah. to drag you to the <laughs> ground scary. and choke you out at the offensive line. Uh, okay. I mean, what do we know about Scott Peters? Aside from the fact um, that, uh, that sounds like the name of someone who would, uh, I don't even like, that's the most generic name in the world. Yeah. Scott, Scott Peters. Peters. Oh, yeah. I work in insurance. Um, no, yeah, so hi. I'm reading, I'm reading, from, <laughs> I'm reading from Aaron Wilson now too, who he worked with Bill Callahan in Cleveland, who also okay. worked with Alex Van Pelt. So another Whose kid now there. coaches the Tennessee Titans. Yes. Oh, exactly. he's got a, oh, he, golly football. Look at this. I, this looks like somebody I would not want to end up on the we wrong side of an argument here. With. Holy smokes. Let's see. Yeah. Um, that's a, yeah. All right. But so, um, yeah. So no, uh, no Dickerson who we previously reported, uh, not reported rather, but who was, you know, previously linked to the position. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're, I mean, they're, they're, Kicking ass and taking names now as far as uh, making hires today. They, Seven seasons like in the NFL. 
Played seven seasons in the NFL, drafted in 2002 with the Eagles, played with the Giants, Niners, Panthers, and then the Cardinals before retiring. Got into coaching as well as with the Browns. Uh, Looks like a football guy. Okay. All right. There you go. He's your new line coach, folks. Works for me. Uh, all right, let's get... a, uh, we got a lot of work to do on the dot com this afternoon. We, yeah, you do. we're going to be very <laughs> and busy. And by we, I mean me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be on with Rich Keefe tonight where we'll be reacting yes. to and processing more of this as well. Uh, back to uh, back to the mailbag. Uh, Mike, from Jay Noodles, 1992, who were your favorite under-the-radar players from the Senior Bowl and the Shrine Bowl guy? All right. Uh, let's see. So Shrine Bowl, um, a couple, and I, I I don't know if you want to call them under the radar, but a couple wide receivers in both Taj Washington and Malik Washington. Uh, they played out in Frisco last week. Taj Washington played with Caleb Williams uh, out in L.A. Or where's USC? Uh, so in California. In yeah, it is. Yeah, but it's not. It's oh, it's a, I mean, it's in Brentwood, really, but it's Southern. Yeah, it's, yeah okay. it's, it's in Southern right, California. So anyway. University of Southern. Okay. Uh, <laughs> play caught passes from Caleb. Uh, so he's, he's a solid player. He's a shorter guy, shifty, but, uh, he stood out for the week. Malik Washington as well. Another pass catcher, university of Virginia and cornerback Quantez Stiggers Fitzy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was from Cal, uh, Canada played for the Toronto Argonauts. Uh, he actually is a guy who never played collegiate football. Um, ended up quitting the game was then brought back into it by his mother who convinced him to keep playing, tried out for the Argonauts, made the team, was the rookie of the year last year, and now he's at the Shrine Bowl trying to make it into the NFL. So uh, crazy story, but he played well. So he's another sort of day three option for the Patriots that I could see at cornerback. Okay. And then the Senior Bowl, the entire offensive line um, had a solid week. Guys like Patrick Paul, Tyler Guyton, uh, so, uh, Fuaga from Oregon State, Jackson Powers mm-hmm. Johnson from Oregon, like you know, all those guys. And Daniel Jeremiah tweeted it after the week. Um, I would like to know if, this... <laughs> yeah, my so off track. My dad has a USC sweatshirt and it just says USC and it's from Southern, it's from South Carolina. And I'm like, no, that's not USC, that's that's uh, that's mm-hmm. whatever. So, okay, and for some reason, that that's how they branded it down there. But regardless, senior bowl, uh, Spencer Rattler, quarterback up. I'm sorry, but you're right, 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 right. Bo Nix right. was a down. Bo Nix wasn't great. Um, and then Quinion Mitchell, cornerback from Toledo, was another positive out there in the Senior Bowl. So that's sort of what I got from uh, from the the prospect bowls last week. And I continue to pine for and obsess over uh, Lad McConkey, and I won't yes. be happy until I see him in that's a, a Patriots one, uniform, no matter how much they have to spend. All right, we got time for two or three more here, my guy. All right, here's the Linda Roselle. Straight up, Pat's tough question, no chaser. Will the Patriots keep <laughs> Bailey Zappi? Side question to that or follow-up, Your Honor, uh, would be, Mike, are you a fan of just completely gutting and rebuilding the Patriots quarterback room, or do you want to hold on to one or two? Honestly, I think they're just kind of better off cutting bait and gutting the whole thing. Um, as 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 okay as Zappi played this year. Wow. Yeah, I mean, look, the the main issue or one of the main issues last year in my opinion was that they didn't have a veteran presence in the room to sort of command it it was just mac mm-hmm. and zappy against each other and then you know the the everlasting rotation of your will greers and your matt corrals and things like that so there was no real like leader in the room from a from a player perspective so this year if the idea is that you draft one at three i'm saying bring in a veteran bring in a jacoby Brissett, bring in a you know maybe a joe flacco like 
uh, Joe Flacco was another guy with the Browns who worked with uh, not only Van Pelt, but also the the quarterback, uh, whatever quarterback coach yeah. kid. Um, what if it's Nathan? What if it's Nate? What if uh, what if Zappy? What it's like Zappy? We gave you a chance, and Mac, it's like well, you need to go somewhere else and rebuild yourself. But thanks for thanks for the effort. What if Nathan Rourke is the guy that actually gets held on to? As electric as Nathan Rourke was in the preseason this year, uh, I'm gonna go with a big no, thank you on uh, yeah, on our good friend Nathan. So yeah, I just think you got it, and you restart and you start fresh because um, it's it's gonna be tough because both guys are under contract, so. You either cut what you already did with Zappy, I guess, um, but you got to try and tra- find a trade partner with Mac. But no, I think you right. need to start from scratch. Yeah, I, I, I'd say keep. I, geez, I was yeah. a Mac guy, Fitzy. Like I, I really liked. I Mac. know. I, I try. And, I me too. And yeah, there may still be something. There may still be something there as well. But right. you just have to think for his own psyche and state of being. You know, if seeing Judge and Patricia and Belichick Edwards gone, if that frees up his mind, okay. But right. also, like, there might be another team where he can legitimately have a better shot. At, like, you're going to likely see Mayfield or Brissett or somebody else brought in to start and hold the fort while mm-hmm. anyone from J.J. McCarthy to Bo Nix to Spencer Rattler or Jaden Daniels takes a year or a year and a half to groom up uh, and prep to be the new quarterback of the Patriots and have that be your uh, your next shot at having a solid guy under center you can develop a right. team around and build for years. I, it's it, it's never going to be Zappy's team. I don't ever think it's going to be Mac's team as well. So why dink around with it? Why not just cut bait and be a grown up? I agree with you. Yep. Uh, let's see if we get time for one or two more. Here we go. All right. Uh, yeah, we already answered that one as well. We answered the salary cap question. Uh, I think we got a lot of these. We'll see if maybe we can make this last one. It's a big one. Okay. With all the talk of spending this year, the focus has been on current team free agents and potential targets. Shouldn't the Pats target one of their own like Barmore? Yeah, we kind of answered that one, Dan. That, yeah, thank you but, very much for that question. No, but yeah, that's 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 hundred percent what they should do with Barmore. Like, yeah, I, I get the whole Duggar on Wenu, you know, Jennings thing. Yep. You also need to instead of letting him get to free agency, you need to lock up Christian Barmore right now. A thousand and ten percent. Um, uh, actually, yes, but thank you, Ben Andrade. I did get a chance to see what Kendrick Bourne and Jacoby Myers said about Mac. Yeah. Uh, things got toxic and it was out of his control. He wanted to be more one of the guys as opposed to the leader who came in and shook everybody up. Um, I don't know how any of us would have performed in that situation, let alone a well-compensated quarterback who thought he was the QB, one of the future with the Patriots. Here's your last question, everybody. Uh, From at Andrew DeSilva, what tight end should the Patriots sign in free agency to replicate what David and Joko could do in New England? And why is it Noah Fant? Hmm. A move tight end. Obviously, Gasicki didn't work out last year. I'd be curious if they're interested in Hunter Henry or if he takes a little less money to sign with a contender. I could see him fitting in kind of nicely in Kansas City or someplace else yeah. like that. Um, what do you like about Noah Fanton? Are there any other tight ends on the general Cadillac radar? Yeah, so Fant is a good one. He's in that sort of Iowa tight end pipeline with guys like TJ Hawkinson and George Kittle. Like they just have pumped out tight ends over the last like five, 10 years. But um, my eyes really go to a guy, Harrison Bryant, another connection from Cleveland, who Ooh, he was. T- I love him jo- coming out in the draft. Yeah. Yeah. He was, uh, he was in Joku's backup in Cleveland for the last couple of years. He admittedly um, wasn't great this past year, but that's because Njoku also had a career season. Um, And so if you want to connect dots between Van Pelt and Harrison Bryant and also the new quarterbacks coach that TJ McCartney coached the Browns tight ends last year as well. So um, as far as connecting dots and a guy who could probably sign for the cheap, be 
a second tier tight end if you do franchise tag or bring back Hunter Henry. Um, my eyes are going to stay on Harrison Bryant for that role uh, for the second tight end in Foxborough. Uh, we forgot. Uh, is Julie is uh, Jabril Peppers under contract this year, Mike? Yes. Yeah, he's he he's, is. So uh, that we don't have to resign him yet, guys. For those who are saying yeah. in the chat box that we need to resign him as well. And a last comment from my buddy Vinny Savile the third, longtime season ticket member with the Patriots. Why do we keep hiring coaches from Cleveland? What the hell have they won? <laughs> it's not a bad, not a bad take, uh, and I get it, um, but. Mm -hmm. They've also been a much better team over the last couple of seasons. So I think they're underrated. I mean, maybe, the nerd, maybe the nerds, maybe both the football guys and the nerds are coming together to say, hey, uh, you know, Cleveland was better than you thought they were. They had they started five freaking quarterbacks last year right. and say what you want. But the work of Stefanski and Van Pelt got old man Flacco to come from the planet fitness in Jersey <laughs> exactly. off his couch and into being the highest rated quarterback over the final third of the season. Now, obviously, right. that pump that uh you know, that Cinderella turned into an ugly gutted pumpkin on the front lawn against the Texans in the wild card round. But hey, they did some pretty damn good work as well. Yep. Um, I, I, you know, I, I'll, my final thought is this because we got to wrap, Mike. My final thought is I'm tired of hearing everyone chirp about, chirp at, complain about, nip at the heels of, and just generally grouse about, whoa, more, what's Wolf done? Who's Van Pelt? This guy sucks. You know what? It's a fresh start. I will right. let them sink or swim on their own. I want them to wow and amaze me or disappoint and underwhelm me. That's fine, but I'm going to give them a chance as well because it's just different. And no, this isn't me saying this because, ah, oh, you got six rings, you know, it's an Emmy, a podcast or whatever else. So obviously you've gone soft on us, Fitzy. No, I'm just tired of being negative all the time. Show right. me what you got and then we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm with you. I think you got to at least let it play out and give it a chance. And if you really take a step back and sort of look and dissect the hires a little bit more, they're not as bad as they look at from the surface. So I'm going to dive into that tomorrow too on WEI.com. So watch out for the whole, uh, the lowdown and the sort of summation of what they're doing in the front office and the coaching staff. Uh, bang up job as always, my guy. You can give Appreciate Mike you. a follow at Mike Cadlick uh, on the socials and read him at WEI.com. He'll be part of the Six Rings family going forward as well. I'm your old pal, Nick Fitzy Stevens. I'll be on board tonight with Rich Keith from 6 to 10, reacting to all of this, the Red Sox documentary, Netflix news, the oh, in-season yeah. hardball, call it full throttle, foul balls, whatever they're going to call the name of that new <laughs> in-season series about the Red Sox, the hard knocks of baseball that'll be on Netflix. Lots to talk about tonight. You got a lot of dot com as you got to get to right now. So yep. let's wrap up by saying thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Great audience engagement. Great viewership today. Uh, and I hope you enjoy this later wherever you happen to consume it. Spotify, the Odyssey app, Apple Pods, WEI.com, and so much more. For Cadlick, for Terp, for the whole family, your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens saying thank you for listening to Six Rings and Football Things. We'll be back at you tomorrow with Mike Lombardi. The man from Radio Row this weekend, of course, football done right. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good day. God bless. And as always, go Pats. Let's go.